Auto Tech Show, a podcast dedicated to the evolution of technology and modern day solutions in the automotive industry. Join our host, Mark Babin, as he speaks with the industry leading professionals from around the world on the constantly changing topics of the automotive industry. Each episode has the ability to provide new ideas that you won't want to miss. From upcoming technology to some of the most recent automotive advances. And now for our host, Mark Babin. Yes, hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the Auto Tech Show. My name is Mark Babin, your host. It's great to have you with me. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. This episode is coming to you from the trade floor at Auto Summit 2023 in beautiful Hamburg, Germany, where we had the pleasure of sitting down with Suzanne Herrmann, the Managing Director at Bosch Connected Industries. Of course, Bosch, a brand that needs no introduction, they're continuing to lead the industry forward through innovative solutions that are constantly improving how operators in the automotive industry conduct their business. Now, this episode is all about interconnected data within the automotive servicing industry and how the right solution suite can be a key factor in the coming years. It's a big topic, one that many of you I know are dying to hear. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode with Suzanne Herrmann of Bosch Connected Industry, and I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Suzanne, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for a moment of your time today. I know you're very busy, but I'm really looking forward to a topic that I know is close to your heart and one that you have a lot of passion for. So thank you so much for being with me today. And thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's dive straight in. I'd love to start today uh, diving straight into the heart of what we're discussing. We know how important the customer experience journey is becoming in general service-based industries. Automotive, of course, quickly becoming a major role in this. So with that, how can interconnected data improve customer experience when we look at automotive servicing industry? Um, I think it's a very interesting and bright topic. And as we hear for the digitalization, and then of course, this is one aspect of it, customer experience. Mm -hmm. What do customers want? What do customers need? And what they are willing to pay for? This is one big uh, question we all need to ask ourselves. And uh, interconnected data, I think, within digitalization in the next couple of years will play a major part in different business models, uh, success of companies, um, even difference of generations. We had it before a little bit. Uh, what is important for generation X, Y, Z? Um, yeah, so I think it becomes a very, very important part. Uh, and it's um, still a, a difficult subject because on the other hand, there are the companies and they need to um, protect a little bit their skills, their business models, their insights with um, data and transparency of data. Mm -hmm. um, there is a, a little risk um, and I think there needs to be a balance. There has to be a balance, you're right, because you can't go one way or the other, and we yes. see what happens when companies do that, of course. Now, you touched on data, and I'd love to bring that up because it's a topic that seems to come up in almost every conversation I have these days. It's the center of everything. When we look at the role of, of overall efficiency and the role that data can play within that, where do you see the value in that? Um, where do I see the value of data? Um, the question, first of all, is what kind of data do we talk about? Great point. 
Um, is it the usage of the car? Is it the, how I drive my car? Then it goes to insurance, the age, whatever, how often I use my brake, for yeah. example, how hard I do it, actually, um, how fast I drive, whatever, those kind of data. Or is it more data like where is the next um, garage, where is um, my tires or not really well working or my gasoline. So some aspects we still have already in the car with the data connected, but others, uh, there is more to come. Um, I personally would love to have some kind of um, interconnected data. For example, I can uh, say, okay, please remind me for the next car check three weeks in advance and if possible, make an appointment for me. That's the way it should be. There would be customer experience I would love to have. Yeah. And I would even like to pay for. That's something that you would find extra value in from, a, from an OEM or something. Yeah. So it's important then what you're saying is for that operator to identify the data that they want to take advantage of when it looks at what processes to make efficient, what customer you know approach to look at. They really should understand and look at what did they want to address first. Because lots of different angles. Exactly. And what are the different customer sets, different uh, business models behind it, use cases behind it. And um, yeah, so ask everybody who drives a car. There's a lot of people around the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess there is the possibility to cluster and to identify what are um, probably still with the with the TÜV uh, or the, <laughs> the, the appointments is my point, but I guess there is uh, some other people out there, they're also willing to pay for that. So identify what is uh, necessary, what's probably a safety aspect as well, what is the car aspect, but what is also a personal aspect. It would be great. Yeah, and really make a difference, I think, to a lot of the generations coming up as we learn to live with technology more. It should be there to help us once in a while. Exactly. The other, the other aspect uh, I'm always struggling with, um, of course, um, interconnection of data, transparency, has to do with um, everybody knows where I am, what I'm doing. Um, and the question is uh, asking a lot of people asking when I, when I talk around, do I want that? Do I want my yeah. data to be available for everybody? Do I want to have my phone always informing the most of the world where I am. Mm -hmm. That is, um, in, to me, it's, a, it's the not the good aspect of uh, digitalization yeah. uh, and availability of data. Because what about my privacy? What yeah. about, um, no, I don't want to be reachable 24-7, for example. You know? And then we maybe see some generational differences as well. And that leads to the next point I want to bring up is, of course, there are challenges when we talk about change and we talk about implementing new things. Um, so building on that storyline, I'd love to know from you, what can people expect? What should operators expect when they talk about common challenges when looking at integrating this type of data or looking at interconnected data? There's got to be some common challenges that people face that you've seen, this being one of them. It's been one of them. Um, what challenges could be um, an operator have? Um, Probably it's um, the, the process designed in digitalization, not able to manually go back. Okay. Um, meaning you have a template, you have your questions, uh, operator or the service um, person ask, and then there's a standard, but the standard is not usable for each person or for each situation. So this is 
some, I think, advantage we have uh, to face. But also, um, I guess, uh, we're living in a time where we declare a lot of um, freedom. Everybody uh, can have their own ideas, their own personality. And the question is, uh, how do I pack this into business models, into basically standards a little bit? Um, otherwise, we have uh, a customized data concept which will not work. Yeah. It's not handleable. So I think those are the advantages to find a good balance. Okay, so that's kind of where it has to start. And, and what you're saying is because everything can't transfer over, really understanding the process yeah. you want to go to is going to be the best way to address the challenges before they even start. Probably, yes. Um, I think what we can do is go one step after the other one mm -hmm. and then learn after each step and identify what has been a good point at the step and what is, uh, yeah, needs to be changed. Let, yeah. let me put it that way. I understand. So what would an operator do? Say they go down a path and they experience a challenge and it's collateral. It's, it's the end of the road for that. Like there's no way to recover from it. Is the best way to do it then just start over to reevaluate their processes? Like how would you suggest that someone handle that? I think um, from my experience, mm -hmm. There is no standard answer. It's no yes or no. It's depending on the situation. It's depending on the circumstances. It's depending on the time. It's depending on the money I have uh, available. So um, this is a bit of difficult answer. Uh, uh, um, Every question. case is very unique. Yes, and definitely. company is unique and operators' resources are unique. Yeah, and skills are unique, and yeah. the budget is probably unique. So, of course, I think most of the time, if you fail, go back and think about a different way. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, but sometimes it's not possible because you're way too far. Yeah. So then, of course, go toward the goals yeah, and uh, try to achieve, uh, achieve your goal anyway. Yeah. So there, there's going to be challenges. There's always risk, of course, with doing this. But... If we look at the other way around, the risk of not doing anything is actually higher than doing something. So the challenge of doing something is going to be a risk to the operating processes, to your processes, to your team. But not doing anything is going to always be worse, especially now, right? Exactly. And what we see is, you know, digitalization has become everywhere yeah. available. You know, it's part of our life. Um, this is, we Google, we have apps, uh, we have a lot of digital tools already installed so we are on the way um, when it comes to cars I think there is there is some benefit um, I thought about it for the generation um, 60 plus probably they want a little bit less a little bit less of buttons a bit a little bit less of digital the digitalization mm -hmm. um, and this is something I would like to wish when I look at my parents for example older people uh, make it a little bit more simple yeah. so make it um, for the generation Y for the generation 60 plus make it available for this generation to handle that and, and to get probably two or three things with digitalization a little hint they like CD pockets still in the car yeah. and not connect me with their phone because they're not able yeah. for it yeah um so i yeah this is something i would like to i guess that comes down to prioritizing what you want to digitalize and what yeah. you want which pieces of data you want to be interconnected because let's look at that 60 plus example maybe they don't need it in the vehicle but maybe they need it for the servicing or that side where things 
they don't have to remember as much to service the car yep. on time because the data that's provided from the vehicle exactly. or from their service process, from their, their OEM dealership or whatever, that data helps manage their routine better to get the most out of the vehicle, keep them safe on the road. So I guess it's really understanding what you want that data to be interconnected for. What's, exactly. what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Or my brakes or when my tires need to be changed from yeah, winter to summer, right? Give them a reminder. Yeah, even tire safety. We see a lot of tire. We just did a survey in the U.S. and it was almost half of the U.S. drivers admitted to driving on a bald tire. No or, way. Or had a blowout on the road because they didn't have, they knew about it, but they didn't have the... The warning. There's no warning. So they just forget that's about it. Good, other things that's going a good on. use case. It's incredible, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. having that as an example, if the data from that tire, say example, was better managed by the servicing provider, that situation can be avoided easier customer experience. Easy customer experience, and I think they will be customer paying for that service. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to have to Great see it, because we're seeing all these vehicle manufacturers now charging monthly fees for windows, you know, heated seats. <laughs> so the value has to go up, yeah. and that service has to rise to, to match that level of demand. Yeah. But you'll pay for it if it's of benefit to you. Exactly. And the benefit for everybody, for every individual is different. Yeah. But there are clusters, I'm pretty sure of it. There yeah. has to be. If, it, if yeah. it's you and I, then there's more. There's, there's more and there's generation, there's probably male and female, whatever. Yeah, yeah. everything you You can need. make a distinction and clusters, yeah. As generations come up and it becomes yeah. Yeah, a little bit more, more tricky. Yeah. So let's talk about the right suite of solutions for uh, interconnected data. Now we know that having the right suite can, can be a really strong asset for you, can save a lot of headaches. Um, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have maybe learned the hard way of maybe approaching the brand new tool and going forward and then it doesn't work down the way, like you said. So taking the time to think about what you need and, and that develop that suite of solutions, I think is key. And I think that's, yeah. that's fairly clear. Now, knowing this in your opinion, what are the key features that operators should look for in developing their suite of solutions? Um, to be honest, in this topic, I'm not very firm. So. Um I have my opinion, yeah. but I'm not sure if this is... Uh, but with your experience, I yeah, think your opinion my can provide value to listeners. Experience. Um, I would say it's a communication mm -hmm. part, um, but it's also the technical side. There is so... We're overwhelmed with possibilities. Um, Great point. And sometimes I have the feeling that having too many possibilities make us slow. Mm -hmm because we are not able to make a decision. Yeah, but what I think is the set the need, of course, are some templates. Okay. So how do I talk, or guidelines, how do I talk to my customer? Uh, what are the answers? Then also some rules, um, response time, whatever. Then they need uh, to have a good IT system where the data can interconnect and yep. maybe transfer to a garage, for example. Mm -hmm. So if I call as a, as a customer, my operator is like, there's some mistake happened, um, inform somebody else, would yep. be great. That transparency. Yes, exactly. Yep. So this would be a tool set. And then also um, they have to um, interconnect with each other, Sh sharing experience, FAQs, whatever. So they have to have a platform um, to communicate with each other or to get information themselves. Yeah, the left hand has to talk to the right hand. I see it in an example, and I'd be curious on your experience with this, is the, the, the team developing the solution isn't really connected to the team using the data. Exactly, exactly. And that's more common, I think, than we think in large companies. 
How do you address that? Do you need a middle team? Like, how would you address that? <clears throat> it's, um, yeah, you can address it with testing. Okay. You can okay, exactly. um, address it with really giving feedback, giving respectful feedback, but taking time to, if you get a solution, if you get in too sweet, um, test them and take the time to say what are the good sides on it, but what are the advantages, let me put it that way, and then take the time, sit together, discuss it, and maybe find a compromise, um, so technical-wise, but also user-wise. Um, this is probably, to me, the, the key for success. Um, technical-wise, it needs to be, of course, working, but the user needs to be able to let it work. Yes. And that takes time. <laughs> and testing. Time. I think that's a great yeah. example because I think people maybe skip that in order to speed production or something. Mm -hmm. They want to be first to market and then there's issues because they didn't test how it's all connected. Yeah, and this is very simple. If you have a smartphone and you have some apps, I don't know how you do this, but with me, is. I'd, I want to have and install the app. I put it the buttons, and uh, after the third time, it's not working. I delete the app because yes. there is another app doing the same thing. It's called differently. This is, you know, it's just changeable. So um, we lose interest very quickly. Yeah. And you, you don't have that time anymore. Tension spans have gone down and down. Yeah, well, you, have, you don't have time anymore, or there is another possibility. Uh, come back to my possibilities. Yeah. I could use so, um, to have it together. And if you want to put something together with data, with tools, you need to work together. Yeah. Development, user, whatever yeah. fits into it. IT systems needs to be into an intercompany, into uh, uh, in a team together. Yeah, integrated well together yeah. and working appropriately. So I love the experience that you're sharing and like the, the knowledge you have. So I'd love to touch on obviously what you're doing at Bosch and then the, and the team because obviously seen as leaders in innovators around the world for many different industries. So can you touch on how you, you and your team have adopted this adjusting to this set of tools and developing the right set of tools to, to develop, to continue to push the boundaries forward? Um, the, the good, the really benefit Bosch has is um, Bosch is a big company, has production, has sales, has everything inside. So we're able to test and um, develop everything, not with customers, but with, with ourselves, basically. Exactly. And this is a big benefit Bosch has. Um, so when we go with two suites, data exchanging, um, interlocking, production with um, MES systems, for example. We have a lot of experience because we test it in our own um, environment. And then, of course, we can adapt customer requirements because then we know exactly how the way goes, what kind of... Um, the first thing is you have to address the requirements, then you have to uh, develop the, the software or uh, maintain the software, yeah. depending on that. And so this is um, coming from a different uh, company. I'm seven years now with Bosch. I come from different companies. I see it as a big, big benefit Bosch has to able to have the whole end-to-end in-house. In-house. And yeah. controlled. And controlled. And then, of course, can provide the customer the best benefits because we have the testing done. We had this morning a discussion about agile project management and customer giving feedback and developing software. And I asked myself, if I were the customer, would I be really willing to develop a, a, a software? I'm paying for it. Mm -hmm. Um, this is the big benefit Bosch has, um, and so and we have a lot of bright and very uh, innovative um, colleagues 
you have to. Yeah, definitely. I think empowering those people gives a company like yours a lot of benefit as well. You don't get stuck in a box, but empowering those creative thinkers as well. Exactly. And then we have uh, a very good mindset to really involve not just your department, but other departments as well. That's what I was going to ask, how that interdepartment connectivity relates to the end product. Yeah, and at uh, at the end um, of the day, it's all people working on it. So if the mindset is is great at the company, and it is at Bosch, um, a little bit of a little bit of advertising. Say, but, uh, yeah, um, it's a great company to work for because um, people are open-minded, people are uh, respectful. It's very important, um, and there is enough time for innovation, and this is the success story. I so the think. culture supports innovation yes. because it enables creativity and enables these people in the teams to talk. Yeah, and uh, to me, it's it's very um, important to have the positive leadership. Yeah. So not a leadership uh, but these fears and um, constrictive. You know, yeah. yeah. But motivative, positive. Um, yeah. This is something. What is the whole picture makes it always underappreciated. Working but great yeah. when you have it. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. That's a final note, and it's brilliant. I think it's a nice way and a nice inspiration for other companies to think in this way. Because it's obviously worked for you guys for many, many years. You've enjoyed the change, obviously, as you mentioned. And clearly, you're going to continue to be innovative leaders, attending events like this, and continuing to force others to innovate and and push the boundary forward. So I love that. So uh, fantastic notes, Suzanne. Thank you so much. Thank you. Any final notes before we sign off today? Anything that we missed? No, I think um, thank you for the great discussion. Actually, a subject we need to think. Yeah. 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 And um, there's more to come, I'm sure. That's that's thank exactly you. what I want to hear. There should always be more to yeah. come. Thank you so much for thank tonight. And there we have it, another beautiful episode in the books. A big thank you to Suzanne Herman for joining us on this episode. It was great to talk to her all about this interconnected data, the importance of it. I think we really drove home the fact that you can't go without it these days. It's worth the risk. You simply can't ignore it or uh, you're going to have some bigger issues to deal with in the coming years. So again, a big thank you to Suzanne for joining me. If you do have any questions or comments about what you heard today on the episode, please do feel free to reach out to either myself or Suzanne. Look in the podcast notes. You'll see uh, both of our LinkedIn's there. You can reach out to us. Please feel free. We want to keep the conversation going and we appreciate any insights you want to share or questions you want to ask. So with that, we'll bring this episode to a close. Thank you so very much for all listening. It's been a pleasure having you on this episode of the Auto Tech Show. We'll see you very soon for another episode. And until then, wishing you all a great day wherever you may be. Talk to you later.